You're listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Um, Okay, today, before I introduce your storytellers, um, so today, Monday, you know the day, hello, um, and uh, tomorrow's Tuesday, tomorrow at the Lincoln Lodge at 8 p.m., um, is the lady the live lady like show if you've never been you should check it out but um this one's extra special we are doing it as a um benefit for chicago abortion fund so all the ticket sales are going to chicago abortion fund and we also have a raffle um so we have raffle items from uh clitorosity we have um uh candle tit is going to give us some candles that your their candles that look like tits hello um aj abelman is uh donating a little photo shoot um and we have more raffle items and all the money um goes to a good cause so if you're not doing anything tomorrow come check it out um tickets are available in the bio of our instagram page and also um you can just buy them at the door Okay, with that, all that being said, our live story uh, comes from Rachel Mack, and Rachel talked about growing up religious and how God told her to move to Los Angeles through um, a Hilary Duff song. This week, I sat down with Jackie Cooper, and Jackie told me about a very bad date. Here's Jackie Cooper. Um, okay, so I went on... I, you know, I have a lovely boyfriend now, but approximately one month before I started dating my lovely, lovely boyfriend, I went on a date with a man whose full name was Augustus. You gotta kiss some frogs. Yeah, and baby Augustus was the froggiest. Ribbit, ribbit, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he, he, that was his catchphrase. Um, but he, uh, he, he was an interesting one. And are your headphones too loud? I can turn them down. No, it's fine. It sounds okay. That right. sounds fine. Keep going. So, I'm not uh, editing that out because I want people to see the artistic process. You want to see what? If you want to know the artistic process, you should know that Jenna and I are cu- currently sitting approximately <laughs> 50 feet away from each other. I say it so I can work the board, but I just don't want to be by other people. <laughs> it's because she's farting I and did, it smells I, like I, shit. I'm tooting. <laughs> you fully did walk away. You were like, I need to go shit, and you walked out of the theater and it smelled. Well, you know, I'm kind of having a big period by my standards, and so I feel like I have to shit my pants all the time and and i don't it's just period cramps and and having diarrhea can are be the same quite feeling. similar they can be the same feeling and, and so i'm always walking around going i'm gonna shit my pants and then i just go in the bathroom i'm like no i just i mean i ruined my pants but in a different way so right well it's all, that's always interesting because <clears throat> when when it is actually diarrhea then it's just like shit and blood everywhere which is beautiful honestly it's, i feel like i maybe just talked about this last week but i i shit so crazy in my period Oh, absolutely. And can I tell you, once a boyfriend asked me, he was like, is it true that you, like, have worse shits on your period? And I was a small baby girl at the time, and I was like, no. No. I was like, no, I'm actually, this is crazy, but I've never poopied in my life. <laughs> and he was like, mm, you're lying. <laughs> and I was like, no, no little no little brown stuff comes out of this bottom. <laughs> That's disgusting. I try to do a Marilyn Monroe voice, sometimes to be sexy, and it... Um, Wait, was that it? Yeah, yeah, that's oh. the worst part. Oh, I thought that. I thought you were doing Betty Boop. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, are they not the same? That's the same person. Um, I'm a sexy baby. Actually, it was uh, what's her name? Eartha Kitt. That's who they ripped off. I actually knew that, which is yeah. crazy. They um, just stole. They just stole a woman. <laughs> and you know what? They'll do it again. They'll <laughs> yeah. do it again. Um. I will okay, I'll try to tell the story about Augustus, but basically I don't I don't have a lot to say about Augustus other than the fact that we uh 
we went to a bar and I thought things were going, you know, great and it was cool until he started talking about how he loves, he was like, I love a podcast. And I was like, oh, what podcast? And I was like, he was like, oh, I can't remember the name of it. And I was like, oh, is it shit fuck? And he was like, no, it's come town. And I was like, that's what I meant by shit fuck. Like, I have no idea what you're talking <laughs> Although about. It is, that's a scary, um, when a man opens his mouth and goes, I love, I love a podcast. podcast. Yeah, it's <laughs> terrifying. Go, Uh-oh. <laughs> You're like, I hope that this is not what I think it is. I say that I'm making a weekly podcast, but I mean, come on, we're this, uh, this is, is <laughs> this is absolutely psychotic of you. You have a weekly podcast, it, as long as it's not the Jenna Gephardt experience. I'm hanging on with skin of my teeth here. Just, and you, you know what? You know what's important about your podcast is, and I mean this with all due respect. You don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, it's like you're not doing, you're not doing it for the vanity. We all know you don't want to be. It's a public service. Yeah. <laughs> and by public, I mean it's quite private. I'm not, I'm not making people listen. I listen. But it does you, you do. Thank you so much. You, you know, know what? Thank you. Somebody messaged me. The, my like link got fucked up. And somebody messaged me. And he was like, hey, the, it's not it's not working. And uh, I, I, he was like, I listened to it on my bike ride. And I was like, oh, my God. I re- like, you have something wrong with you, sir. I re- no, I was like, I need to hear something like this. Otherwise. <laughs> well, I just I love the idea of a man. Every who- six months, somebody's like, I listen. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I love the idea of a man who's um, listening to women talking about common shit while he rides his bike. He's like, I can't do either right now. So I got to listen to the girlies. Um, well, I think it, you know, I guess. I don't know. I, I mean, I think I think I like to think it's interesting for men, especially because it's like a perspective qu- quite quite different. You know, I would totally. I, well, I, I mean, I guess we hear about coming quite a bit, but but you know what I mean. Like, I, it, no, there's, there's you parts ever, of the, the male anatomy that are I'm like. Do you ever ask uh, Ben? I'm intrigued. Do you ever ask Ben or the, do you ever ask whoever you're with at, at <laughs> any given time? I don't know who knows what on this. Do you ever ask the person that you're with though at any given time when they're a man like? Just like the most insane questions because you're oh, just yeah. like you're like I have no idea how this works. Earlier today, I was honking my boyfriend's penis. I was going honk honk, just, I, and it was flaccid. It was I awesome. have never gotten to know another man's balls the way I know Ben's. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? I'll just say. Well, I, I, well, I guess what his the, name is Ben. God, they're interesting. And um, also, I mean, I can't remember if I already talked about this, but I I was holding his dick from while he peed, and I was like. That was you were you're right talking about of my life. That I'm I'm going to ask Ethan if I can do that. I if you have the means, I do it. <laughs> what? Wow. To, to my listeners, I know you do, but uh, can I can I say if anyone if anyone let you borrow their penis, take that thing for a spin. When you said if you have the means, because I think of like the men in my life, my first thought was like, oh, my dad would be cool. And then I was like, wait. <laughs> Oopsie. He would not. He wouldn't. <laughs> Nick Nick would not be okay. There with are that. some boundaries yeah. on this podcast. Uh. You have crossed them, so <laughs> you're welcome. I'm the first girl to do that. Uh, um, wait, quickly. Speaking of balls, my ex's balls were literally cl- like there was something clinically wrong with them. Really big? No, crusty. <laughs> crusty. <laughs> I, wait, pardon me. I know it was scabby. Is the correct word? You know, they were chronically dry. I am such a like picker that that sounds amazing. But it was, well, I was. I remember it was. It took me like months to ask, but then one day I was like, "Babe, scabs? Have you gotten this checked out?" One, why didn't I ask earlier? That could have been an STD. What? Who did I think I was? But I was like, "No, don't bring <laughs> Just it up." The balls, yeah, though. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's the balls STD. <laughs> they get scabby. <laughs> But they are, they were, and I was like, you should get that checked out. And he was like, 
I have. And I was like, and they didn't give you anything to do with that? And he was like, no. And I was like, they should. Like, it, they were red and scabbed. Anyways, my boyfriend's name is... And uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the first time I edit this podcast. <laughs> For listeners, I said his, I, my, I whispered my ex boyfriend. She's doing some improv shit over there. Oh, God. God <laughs> forbid. Get, oh. get me out of here. Uh, <laughs> okay, anyway, so. Augustus. Right, okay. Um, Augustus and I were at a bar. He mentions that he likes come town. At this point, I, he like starts talking about insane things, and I'm like, okay, I'm done. Like, I don't need to listen to you. By the way, if you listen to Come Town, congratulations. I have never heard it. I just don't care. Um, I just don't care when a man brings up a podcast on a date. I've it's never like a heard it podcast. either. I've met, I've met every uh, man that <laughs> listens. Is, no, no, every every man on the podcast. Oh, oh my god, right? Because they're comedians. <laughs> yeah, well, they do shows at the lodge, so I know I've met them all. Oh wait, I'm we've, so sorry. We've, I've we've never listened out, to your podcast. But I have, I have, no, I haven't listened to the pod either. Mm. Uh, honestly, I don't mean to judge t- you. Talking to them, um, it almost seems, sometimes it seems like sort of it's gotten away from them a little bit because like there'll be these like crowds where they're like, "Dude, I don't know." <laughs> they're like, <laughs> I mean, they like we're doing what I'm doing, and then now it's 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 like it's this, like, like a thing. It's this monster that like you know it's like it's become like sentient, and they're like, uh. "That honestly <laughs> must be terrifying." Your crowd, your like fan base is outside of your control. Yeah, and I mean that. I guess that's really any fan base, you know. But yeah. it's like it, it. You do like, I think about like Bo Burnham, like that. Like some yeah, of his, yeah, some yeah, of yeah. his. It's like kind of like it's it is beyond your control. But <clears throat> anyways, keep going. I so keep getting on tangents. At this point, Augustus and I, I'm I realize like I picked a bar that was like down the street from my apartment. I realized never nothing's ever gonna happen between us. So I'm like. Do you want to have sex? Obviously, um, <laughs> I I despise him, so I go. We should go fuck. Um, I've I've lost all respect for him, so I invite him into my bedroom. And um, <laughs> at the time, I didn't have furniture. Don't worry about it. And so we had to go. Like I had no choice. I had to bring him to my bed. Like he like it almost felt creepy. I was like, hmm, by the way, I don't have a couch, so I guess we have to fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I felt like this coming to my forty year old man like. <laughs> Dating an eighteen-year-old. Yeah, to sit upon. <laughs> exactly. And so we had sex. It was horrible. I mean, obviously, it was bad. It was bad. Um, <laughs> first time is hard. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Even with people where later you have really good sex, the first one is the first. I was trying hard. to explain that to someone <clears throat> recently, and they're like, "No, if like the first kiss isn't good, if the first sex isn't good, it's not worth it." And I was like. You absolutely have to try both of those things again. Why would it be good the first time? That's insane. Well, yeah, you don't even know each other. No. Anyway, so it, it wasn't good. I do think you can feel, like, the chemistry. Like You can feel the potential. Potential you can feel, You can for feel sure. that, whether mm-hmm. it will be good. Um, for sure, for sure. But, yeah, no, I mean, how could it be? It's like it's learning a new language. Flopping. Yeah. Also, oh, kissing absolutely. is, no matter what genders are kissing, it's gay. It's, like, weird as fuck. Am I allowed to say that? I'm trying to write a joke about that right now. I'm testing it on your oh, podcast. Yeah, I cannot stop everything. Sorry. Um, please never stop. Although, I do think a, I do think a kiss is a good barometer of... Uh, I'm sorry. I, pardon me. Um, <laughs> a kiss is a good barometer of how the sex will be, but yeah. For sure, for sure, for sure. But also... But also, like, a first kiss – or well, kisses just in general, it's like that's an insane idea is to put your mouth on another person's mouth. Perfectly has a great joke so about horny, that. Though? It is so horny. Touching tongues is the best. I, oh, oh, my well. God. <laughs> 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 um, so, Augustus and I, we have sex. It's bad. And then we go downstairs. 
And um, so at this point, I have seen his penis. Obviously, we had sex. We go downstairs to share a cigarette, and I'm hoping he'll leave from there, right? Like, I hope that he's just going to go. He doesn't bring his stuff, so I'm like, I'm fucked. And uh, he, when we're outside, he's like, you're a comedian? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, I have an idea for a joke. Mm-mm. And I was like, oh, oh no, get out of here. You need to keep it yourself. <laughs> yeah, I was like, and I, at this point, we have. <laughs> I have an idea for being president, but I don't, you don't hear me blah, 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 blah. <laughs> well, I was like, also at this point, I was Talking like, isn't always good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I never want to see you again, and I have no respect for you. So I was like, this will not be. I literally said to him, no, you don't. It's not going to be funny. And he was like, no, 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 it will. And he was like, and I was like, he was like, can I run it by you? And I was like, you can, but I will not laugh at it. Like, I'm telling you, it's not going to be funny. And he was like, okay, okay, here's the joke. You know how there are, like, Reddit forums for people who have too small of a dick? And I was like, yes, sure. I've been all over that. <laughs> I was like, I'm on there every night crying to myself. There's Reddit forums where it's small dick appreciation, but that's why I love Reddit. Uh, Obviously, I'm... double-edged sword, but there's these Reddit posts that, that are all just like, show us your really small dick, and everyone goes, Oh man, love to put that in my mouth. It's really nice. No. Oh, that is sweet. Yeah. <laughs> well, so he was like, there, there are forums where people complain about their small dicks, and there are forums where people complain about having too large of a dick. Which, honestly, is it an is issue. a problem. It's an issue. I don't like it. It doesn't fit. No, and it's too painful. big of a dick. Oh, I mean, I'm, I've, I've, I've encountered one where I go, this isn't gonna work for me. And any dick is an okay size dick if you know what to do with it. Including a large dick, which at that point you're going to use your fingers because I, that's yeah. not coming inside <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not backing that fucking <laughs> minivan up into. That's a U-Haul, bitch. Yeah. I don't need that in my. <laughs> Park that right in this little garage. It must suck for them because there's about like two inches of their dick that'll never feel pussy. Or that's, asshole or whatever you like. That's, that's <laughs> Or mouth. A, I mean, dear God. Yeah, I mean, like, if, if it's not getting my pussy, guess what? It ain't going in my mouth. Oh, yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> 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 I'm retired. <laughs> um, I'm a pillow princess. <laughs> I'm, I am too, and it's so bad. You you know, a guy once called me a pillow princess in bed. I, I, that was the first time I ever heard the term. And he goes, he he was British, and he goes, you know, she's like your, you know, your pillow princess. That's my British accent. <laughs> and I, I was like, used what? To be, I used to, I used to, I used to be, I used to be an I active participant for my supper, and now I'm just like, used to be scrappy, just gonna like lay here, yeah. <laughs> I go, what if I'm just kind of asleep right now? <laughs> what if I'm asleep and experiencing incredible pleasure? Yeah. <laughs> Are you okay with that? Kind of, what if I'm lounging? <laughs> that's, I, that's how, why would I want to be working for my pleasure? Do you know what I mean? That's your job. Yeah. That is fully oh, oh, your I'm, job. Oh, I'm going to get on top. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just work brunch, bitch. I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> I have a job. I, I, I carry this ass around all day. I'm not getting on top. <laughs> so, do it. That's a full-time job. Yeah. <laughs> So Dra- dragging the dumpy around. <laughs> My dumpy wumpy. <laughs> Disgusting. So Augustus is like, there are forms for people with too small of a dick, and there are forms for people with too big of a dick, and I just feel lucky to have an average-sized dick. <laughs> and I was like, my dear friend, I don't know how to explain this to you, but your dick is small. And it was, which, by the way, if you have a small dick, absolutely. I love a small dick. I love girls with dicks. I love guys with small dicks. You know, everything is great about a dick. But don't come to me trying to, like, make some, like, big proclamation about how great your dick is when you just fucked me down with it. It doesn't matter how, what size it was. It sucked. Do you know what I mean? By yes. the way, my friend Madeline's mother listens to all of these, and I just want to say hello. <laughs> she listens to every podcast I'm on, and I want to say, Meg, it's good, to he- it's good to see you, and I hope the kids are good. <laughs> She's kids? She, well, she has my friend as her child. Oh, I get it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Triscuits? I misheard what you said. It was my friend. It's my friend Madeline's mom, and she's not allowed to listen to this one. Oh, um, okay, good. Um, but yeah, and then, and then I was like, oh, I was right. That wasn't funny. And he was like, oh, well, I think it works better as a sketch. Oh Lord, have <laughs> mercy! I was like, oh honey, <laughs> what sketch? What? No, what's the joke? Tell me. What? And by yeah, the way, what is type, the sketch? Type that out. Yeah, me. could I'd love to read it. <laughs> Uh, I'll pass it over to the guys at Second City. <laughs> yeah. Me and them were like Let's this. Let's get Lauren on the blower. And <laughs> Lauren on the blower. <laughs> Let's get Lauren on the blower. Lauren, Lorny Mikey. Uh, yeah, I call him Mikey. He's my Lorny Mikey. <laughs> They're like, and you're not auditioning again. <laughs> Did he leave? Uh, Eventually, yeah. But he really wanted to hang out again. And I was like, hmm. No, that's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> it was also the first time I ever used the word daddy in bed because I was like, I was like, look, I don't like you. I got to try it. Like, I was like, there I, are no consequences here. I hated it. Hated I hated it. That's something we've talked about this where like, this has been a new thing for me where I'm like, I'm like, I'm a little slut oh. and I love being a little slut I'm, now. But daddy, that that's a step too far for me. I, I, I don't really, I, I I do get it, but I don't. That's nothing. I don't need that. Well, I still call my father daddy. So, uh, and, and I know I've talked okay, about I've my father on this podcast my already. Daddy in my fucking life. Really? Pervert. You should try it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there you go. Pushing the pushing the boundaries. I'm again. really I'm really making this podcast my um, own. No, I I I we just call we just call I call him dad. Period. I call him dad. Okay, dad. I don't have some weird fucking sexual I'm, fetish. I know I do not call my dad daddy. That's foul. No, I go hi hi daddy. You would. Yeah, I'm a little pillow princess. I'm a little baby. <laughs> I'm a little sexy baby. Do that voice one more time. I'm burning the podcast studio down. <laughs> Christine's gonna cry. This is not what this was built for. <laughs> I come in here and just masturbate every day. I'm like, hey, can I get the key mark? Thank you. It's soundproof. Kate, Kate and John, I just gotta go do my business. Go to down. I start. I start a podcast. It's just me recording porn. <laughs> I mean, well, it would make that would make this place millions of dollars. That's got legs. It would make this place hundreds of dollars. <laughs> Dare I say, in the in the triple f- it, figures of <laughs> at least tens, at least tens of dollars. <laughs> At our live show, the audience can submit their own disgusting stories to be read on stage anonymously, and these are some of those stories. Uh, okay, so first date with a dude. He w- okay. This is this is from our show in Milwaukee, so it's not really going to make sense for the Chicago Cup. But he was a River West bartender, and that's the like oh, the yeah, like the hipster cool area. area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I tried my darndest to keep up with him. I drank two beers, three shots of Tully, and then cut myself off halfway through a Mai Tai at Ew, at, what? at a tiki bar. Wait, you're also I know where that tiki bar is because my friend lives in in River West. But you're drinking. It's is, called Foundation. Do you yeah, know that? yeah, yeah. I didn't know you knew Milwaukee though. Bare, barely. My friend just lives there. But oh. is Tully Tullamore Tull- Tull- do? Okay. Uh, we go back to his place. His place start to make out. My tummy starts rumbling, <laughs> and I get concerned. <laughs> this is us. Luckily, I'm not a complete monster. I realized a mess was coming, so I politely asked for the restroom. Then proceeded to worship the porcelain god for the next hour. We did. <gasps> we did not have sex, but we did date for three months. <laughs> oh, wait, that's a sweet story. Yeah, that one. Actually, that one. That one's barely gross, to be honest. Let's let's try another. Yeah, yeah. I want I want grosser. Let's get, let's get, yeah, let's get worse. Um, okay. Um, 
I was at work at, at an Italian deli, and I had a big tummy ache. I knew what was coming. Is this the same person? Uh, <laughs> like, oh, my God. Uh, the employee bathrooms were not working, so I had to use the public ones, for better or worse. I I went to the employee bathroom, and the toilet was broken. Okay, we got it. I decided to go in the toilet anyways and wipe and throw toilet paper away in the garbage can. Heard my co-worker, the maintenance man, saying how the bathroom spilled like shit later on, and someone else said there was probably a baby in there. (laughs) (laughs) That type of secondhand embarrassment would truly crush me. I um I was at a I was in a bathroom recently where they they had a sign that said don't flush toilet paper down the toilet. Dude, I was too. And I had just taken a shit and I went I'm flushing it. What, were we in the same place? Because I was literally just in a bar where I was like, I'd I'd already peed twice and then was like looking at the sign and being like, because I saw the sign and was just like, I just assumed it said don't flush tampons and shit like they always right. say. And then I was like toilet paper. I was like, and that's been what are we sh- in Korea? Like. <laughs> We're putting the toilet paper down. Uh, I, well, in, I, in other I cultures, like this... they actually don't flush toilet paper. And, really? Um, oh, yeah. What do you do about the shit? You do they not shit there? Yeah, but I guess you just throw in the garbage. Oh, congratulations. Your shits don't smell like mine. I mean, they probably eat a lot better than us. Well, that's fucking <laughs> I true. I think that could be a big yeah. thing. <clears throat> that's beautiful. Um, also, in cultures where they have, like, a lot of, they'll have, like, the toilets where it's, like, it's like kind of like a hole in the ground you like squat over it versus yes. like what what we sit on what we do unnatural bad for you and in those cultures where you're like in like a squatting position they have like l- like um lower rates of like colon cancer and stuff because it's that's, better for you that's crazy because you know, it's like that's like you know when you're like an animal like that's huge shit like you just squat down and shit that's like right. what your body wants to do you know that the only reason we have toilets <clears throat> is because of like union labor laws no because like that was part of the nine to five discussion was like if you're going to take your breaks, if you're going to have a shit break, you have to be able to, to sit down during it. Oh. I'm kidding. I'm just, <laughs> I just, I absolutely just made that up. <laughs> I was like, look at Jackie B. Is it having a fact? Absolutely. <laughs> I never have a fact, bitch. I have a thought <laughs> at best. You are a thought. Okay. Baby. <laughs> Jackie. Ew, I'm sorry. Um, My father better not listen to this. Oh, shit. Okay. All right, you re- should know that I'll... Jenna has a podcast. The, or I mean a show that she has to do. <laughs> you should know that Jenna has a podcast and you're listening to it. <laughs> no, Jenna has a show she has to do. This has been the lady like that. Um, I, yeah, actually, I have to go up in a couple minutes here. Um, okay. So I'll read you one more. Right. <laughs> um, so professional. Okay. So it says, so this was during my Bumble tear when I first moved to the city. Hot. Went on a, I know. Went on a date uh, with this older guy. Uh who who went to Wake Forest. That's a school. Oh, okay. I was like, because then in parentheses it says, you know the type. And I was like, oh, I super don't know the type. <laughs> I really okay. don't. Um, and we went out for drinks for our second date. And then we went back to his place. We were pretty drunk. So quick hookup and fell asleep shortly after getting to his place. I wake up early the next morning feeling very nauseous. So I quietly sprint to the bathroom. To my surprise, I did not have to vomit. <laughs> great news right no <laughs> i had explosive nuclear diarrhea no. the smell was hair raising and i panicked i had no supplies and needed to act fast oh my god i started filling his toilet with anything smelly toothpaste mouthwash febreze etc and i just booked it home without saying goodbye he never called me again wow 
Honestly, good for you. You guys, you guys both made the mature decision to not see each other. I will say it's the smell of shit sh- shouldn't be as embarrassing as it is. It's we all do it. The worst. I like taking a crazy shit. Like, it's hard, but it happens. I. It's just like you don't want to get caught coming out. That's the hard part. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, I feel like I've told this story on this podcast, but I'm telling it again. This I, is your podcast, babe. Okay. Do it. I was in New York. I'm staying at this guy's house, so I'm like, I didn't want to shit at his. We're like sleeping together so i didn't want to shit his house because i was just like oh you know i just look embarrassed i didn't want to so we're out at this dive bar i've been drinking for days you know right. around it we're on, I'm right. on vacation go in this there's like two single cells in the bathroom i'm like this is my only chance to take this crazy shit where it was one where like the shit took me and <laughs> <laughs> i've never heard that that's I, great it was out of my control and so crazy and i and i'm like whatever at least we're done and then i get out i go back to the bar the the Okay, so I'm I'm sitting at the bar. He, he also well, also he went to show. I was like, oh my god, don't go in my bathroom. He doesn't. He goes the other one. Thank I god. watched this girl tr- go into my bathroom, no. and I go, oh that poor woman, leave, <laughs> <laughs> leave. Point five seconds later, and wait for the other bathroom. That's how bad the shit I took, and and nobody knew it was me. Thank but god. I watched a woman be like absolutely not yeah yeah and that type of that and i was i've i'll take that i'll take that feeling to my grave hey and you know what what can you do <laughs> that's magical that's magical i, I love taking a shit that's like my that. that's that's like my, my new york moment hey <laughs> hey and it'll happen in a new york minute <laughs> the big city i love the big apple <laughs> i love the big apple where the apples are big and the shits are bigger <laughs> <laughs> jenna cries herself to sleep tonight <laughs> Our live story comes from Rachel Mack. Um, you've seen Rachel on Comedy Central, and this was recorded in Milwaukee uh, in June of 2022. Here's Rachel Mack. Hi, everyone. I do have some gross stories. I once was about to have sex with my husband,
uh, sophomore year, and I said, you can touch my boobs, and he was like, no thank you. Um, <laughs> like, that was it. I, I mean, just like a virgin and also just like a pristine virgin, you know? <laughs> Not one of those like, yeah, but my vibrator gets some action. No, I didn't, didn't come uh, for years, and so after I graduated uh, from Jesus University, I got a job at a boarding school in Northern Michigan. So I was in charge of 30 teenage girls. I was their mom, I was 22, they were 17. Does it make sense? No. But, um, and they were like not conservative or Christian, 100%. Like they had never met a Christian and also I never met people who snorted nutmeg, which is what they did. <laughs> like, teenagers in the woods who don't have God, I mean, they get fucked up. And I like had to search their rooms for a baking ingredient. <laughs> and one day this, uh, this girl came into my room crying and she had just lost her virginity to an oboe player in the woods. <laughs> And it did not go well. And so I was trying to like console her, and I was like, you know, um, you don't have to do that again if you don't want to. Also, you probably shouldn't. It's against school rules. And she was like, well, it's not supposed to be good your first time, right? And I was like, yeah, that's what they say. And she was like, what was it like when you lost your virginity? And I was like. Well, the thing is, <laughs> still, still got it. And I thought they might lose respect for me, but they just treated me like this cute little unicorn or something. Um, so the next year I was like, I gotta get out of rural Michigan. And I got a job teaching at a Christian high school in Chicago. And so in between, I spent the summer with my parents in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. and just gearing up for this life in Chicago. So excited to be forming the youth and I don't know, I thought I would take screenwriting classes or whatever. Uh, but then one day I got this call from the principal and she was like, we found your blog and we have decided that you are theologically unsound and not a good candidate for our faculty. I think it was because I occasionally swore on my blog and I also had blog posts like, Jesus does not put me in the mood. <laughs> but I feel like if Jesus does put you in the mood, isn't that also theologically unsound? <laughs> Can't win with the Christians. And so I did not know what to do. I was like, should I go to Chicago with no job? Should I stay in my parents' house in Sheboygan and rot. I don't know. And one day, I was on the elliptical machine in their garage next to my dad's, dad's cases of Mountain Dew, and <laughs> I had my iPod, remember those, on shuffle, and Hillary Duff came on, the song that went, Why Not? And it goes, Why not take a crazy chance? Why not do a crazy dance? You'll never get to heaven or even to LA if you don't believe there's a way. And I honestly. 
blog, and I was like, hello world, God has revealed himself to me through Disney star Hillary Duff, and I am moving to Los Angeles. And the next day, this girl emailed me, and she's like, hey, I'm Kate, I love your writing, you should definitely move to LA, because I live there, I want to be your friend, and also I was raised really Christian, and I was like, okay, this is so sweet, you know, confirmation of God. And, and I was like, okay, Kate, that's so sweet. Um, if you know anyone who needs a roommate, please let me know. And she wrote back, and she's like, well, I'm getting married in October to a youth pastor, but you can stay on my couch rent-free until then. And my parents were like, please don't do that. Um, <laughs> she could be like a creepy stalker fangirl, and I was like, but I've always wanted a stalker. And... <laughs> Also, you don't pass up a free month of rent in LA. And so I packed my Buick Century and I hit the road. And I got to Kate's place on Labor Day um, and she like ran out to greet me. It was so hot and she was wearing tights and she's like, I bought you bitches shoes, I'm so happy to see you. And we went to um, the coffee bean and had blended chives and I was like, so tell me about Alex, your fiance. Like, oh, he's wonderful. We have a great relationship. There is one problem. And I was like, are you guys having sex? I didn't think this would be it, but I wanted her to know that I was like cool with the worst possible situation. You know? And she was like, well, yeah, but that's not the problem. And I was like, California Christians are insane. And she said, the problem is that sometimes I have feelings for his best friend, Dan. All right, all right. And I was like, okay, does Alex know? And she's like, no. And I was like, does Dan know? And she was like, no. And I, and she said, well, actually, you know, one time when we were camping, Dan and I did hold hands. And I was like, anything more than that? And she was like, no. And I was like, okay, who else knows? And she was like, just you. I knew her for 45 minutes. They were getting married next month, okay? I did not know what to do. I was 23. I had not even put a tampon inside of me. That's how afraid I was of my own vagina. And, and then Kate takes me back to her apartment. Who's there? Oh, it's Alex. Also, it's Dan. We're going to hang out today. And, we went to the Santa Monica Pier. Kate guilted me into riding a roller coaster. I was like, I'm gonna cry, and I did cry. Then we ate at California Pizza Kitchen. I was like, California sucks. Um, but I was, I was pretty taken with Kate. I was like, there's something going on here. And I was like, she's not a stalker. Uh, I mean, she just doesn't have any friends. She did say like, you have a rockin' bot a, a bunch of times, but. <laughs> I should really, she, yeah, she just didn't have any friends. And before I went to bed that night, I was like, Kate, if you want to be with Alex, be with Alex. Um, but if you have anything in your heart for Dan, you should probably sort that out. I did not feel qualified uh, to give advice, but also I was the only one who knew. And that was a Monday. On Wednesday, Kate had dinner with her parents, got drunk, and told them she didn't love Alex. They called off the wedding, lost 10 grand. Kate's parents are rich. And uh, on Friday, she broke up with Alex. 
And so like by day I'm just sitting in her apartment applying for jobs and by night the drama's unfolding. And the more I got to know Kate, like the more that came out. Like one time we were drinking and she was like, actually I did kiss Dan once. Um, Alex was at summer youth camp and uh, yeah, we were in his car. And then the next day she has a whole bottle of Moscato and she's like, yeah, Dan and I have been fucking for months. <laughs> been listening to the ladylike podcast 
I've been here with Jackie Cooper. Yeah, I'm going to plug my Twitter and no Twitter and Instagram, which is at Jackie Cooper, C-O-O-P-A-H, and I run a show called Comedians You Should Know on Wednesdays, downtown Chicago. Come hang out. I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast was produced by me. Our theme song is Type of Wound by Natalie Grace Alford. New episodes come out every Monday, and our live show happens every third Tuesday of the month at the Lincoln Lodge Theater. If you like what you hear, please rate and subscribe to this podcast, and we'll see you next week. Inside.